Now hear this. The minute we get out of here, the first thing we do is dump the matched luggage. Who is that? Now you hear this. Whoever you are, you will not touch that luggage. And furthermore, I want this pigsty cleaned up. I will not be rescued in such filth. Listen, on the ship, I don't take orders, I give them. This is my dream boat, sweetheart. Sweetheart? Uh-oh. How dare you speak to me that way? You will address me the proper manner as your royal highness. I am Princess Vespa, daughter of Roland, king of the druids. Oh, that's all we needed. A druish princess. Funny. She doesn't look druish. Welcome to the sewers, everybody, of Brooklyn, New York. I'm Nick the Rat, and this is Radio. All right, I'll mark that down as worst intro ever. It's one episode 142, September 5th, 2018. Worst intro ever. Okay, we wrote that down. We're good to go. Tonight, folks, we have a very special episode. Tonight we'll be talking about druids. Why did I even want to look into druids? Well, it's because all these other things I was doing, the name kind of just popped up. So we're going to talk about them. It's a, it's a very important subject, I think. And I don't think many people understand, understand it. So we're, we're going to understand it together. Together, we're going to stand up. And know about the Druids. I actually think we are already all Druids. You are a Druid, and I'm a Druid, and he's a Druid, and Drew over there, he he drew it on the wall. Uh, we have a, we, all, we also have a special guest in the studio, but we'll introduce him in a little bit. It's crazy, I don't know why he's here right now, actually, looking at me. It's buggy eyes. Uh... We're also going to have music, of course. We're going to talk about druids. We're going to be drinking beer. We're going to be smoking weed. We're going to be listening to some news, perhaps. I don't know. We might have we might have some live news today. I'm actually a little bit scared about that. And we will have phone calls and uh, voicemails and stuff. It'll be a really fun time. I hope you're you're all ready to go. I hope you're you're all naked and covered in moss because because it's moss it's druid night, moss night. It's moss night in the sewer. You know those druids. We're going to we're going to learn a lot tonight, I'll tell you that much. Oh, also there's going to be a movie review. A very Nick the Rat movie review about Wicker Man. So that's coming up. Not the not the Nicolas Cage one, even though that would have been a hoot to watch again. I've seen that. It was it was uh, pretty difficult to get through. But th- this one was actually a very a very good good movie. I thought I liked it a lot. I saw it on Shutter dot com. And now I should Shutter up. And listen to some music, which this is kind of funny. One of the songs that I picked 
to play has disappeared, but I'll find another one. And in the meantime, we're going to listen to Imagine by Bengal. Where'd that song go? That's weird. That's a that's a pretty relaxing song right there by Ben Gal. Was imagine a little bit, maybe a little bit too relaxing. I'm on I'm on cloud sixty nine right now. All this music can be found on SoundCloud. It's all free. It's all CC by all new. Somewhat, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It's newer than you know stuff older than older than druids. 
Who are the Druids? What are the Druids? Where are the Druids? When are the Druids? And of course, why? Why are the Druids? All right, well, let's break it down like this. Basically, there are no Druids. There, there's none. They're, they're not real. I was doing all this research and I was looking into it. Wait, we're all Druids. How could, there, how could we all be... Ah, so this is where this is where my brain starts to hurt. Let, let, let's just let's just let's just discuss what a druid is. It's somebody that uh, appreciates nature. I, I would say that they they maybe even worship worship nature, nation worshippers is what a druid is. But if you try to find like the first druid, it's a little bit wishy washy. You don't know where they are, and and their their culture was uh, passed down by word of mouth. Move. So there was nothing written, so you can't go back and read about them because they have no written past. Makes it very hard to track somebody down that doesn't leave a paper trail. So basically, all we have, we we do have a. I do I do know where the first time the word was used, though the word druid, and that that actually led me down a deeper, a deeper hole. Um. <clears throat> It, it led me down a very deep hole about what these druids might be. Uh, the first time druid was mentioned was by Julius Caesar. I'm telling you, there's there's something. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll get to a point. I'll get to a point, but I don't want to jump the gun to the point. I want to keep the point in my back pocket. So while the point is in my pocket, I think maybe we should uh, introduce introduce the man in the can with me. Uh, yeah, it looks like, it looks like Zindu's here, everybody, yeah. Zindu, why don't you say hello to everybody? Yeah, 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 I'm down here today. I tried to make it to uh, the sewer of the studio yesterday, but uh, I was a little gassy, so I was, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll just do the show live. We can do that, right? So is this, like, in my contract? Yeah, you can, can do it live. Can I, can I actually do this live? Yeah, you could. All right, well, uh. You're fine. Yeah, you let me know when you want me to do the news, and uh, I'll just I'll just start telling you. So I got some not, news here for you. Not yet. Just yeah. a little bit later. You talking about druids today? Yeah. God damn. You people listen to anything, won't you? I don't, I don't Zindu, understand down, you guys. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink some of this here tequila. I'm gonna put my feet up on uh, on the console over here, and what the hell? Jesus Christ, Kyle. This studio is dirty back here. I can't believe you're keeping the sound booth back here this dirty. Leave, Jeez, leave Kyle alone. Looking like bones, too. Gee, Kyle, you smell bad. Oh, God. Uh, how long did you let Kyle stay in this room for? He, he hasn't moved. He's not moving at all, actually. He looks kind of pale and dead. Yeah. Oh, oh. I would not have sex with Kyle, especially in this state. This is pretty gross right here. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, c- continue on with the show. Don't let me interrupt you. Um, thanks, Thanks, Zindu. Uh, are you are you naked back there? Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is that a did you did you ever have alien sex on on planet Oktar? Oh no! no. God, really? Oh, come on! All right, I guess that's a no. Um, before we get into anything else, let's let's listen to uh some. Some people talk about some stuff. Uh, Werner Werner Herzog 
let's let's hear what he has to say about nature. I guess that's what Drew Druidism breaks down to. It's a na- nature nature worship. But don't we all we're forced to worship nature because otherwise we wouldn't have food. I guess I don't know. Let's let's hear what Werner has to say. I see it more full of obscenity. It's just, and nature here is vile and base. I wouldn't see anything erotical here. I would see fornication and asphyxiation and choking and fighting for survival and growing and just rotting away. Of course, there's a lot of misery, but it is the same misery that is all around us. The trees here are in misery and... The birds are in misery. I don't think they, they sing. They just screech in pain. Taking a close look at, at what's around us, there, there is some sort of a harmony. It is the harmony of overwhelming and collective murder. But when I say this, I say this all full of admiration for the jungle. It is not that I hate it. I love it. I love it very much. But I love it against my better judgment. Uh, damn Herzog. Don't, you know if you have sex with a tree, you're a dendrophiliac? It's very dangerous, though. You can get splinters in places you do not want. Uh, let's listen to Akira with the black market. Welcome back to the sewers, everybody. Tonight we're talking about Judaism. What it takes to be a Druid. 
I think it takes a big stick and uh, a lot of a lot of leaves, a lot of foliage. Uh, ow. So it seems that nothing is really... The more you look into something, the less real it becomes. Because I always thought Druid... Like, the first time I ever heard of Druids was probably, like, a role-playing game or something. Green magic, you know, he has green robe and he sits in a tree. It's kind of like a ranger. They can kind of, like, do some tracking, some forest shit, you know. All... You know, druid. Fucking, you know. But then then you're like, wait, wait, are there really druids? Did they exist? Were they real? And then and then you look into it and you find out that the there was only there was only one historical druid, one that ever existed. It was it's kinda weird. And that druid's name was Divicius. Divicius? Divicius. Daviticus of Adu is the only druid from antiquity whose existence is attested by name. And he was mentioned by Julius Caesar. And I think Julius Caesar didn't like these druids and wanted them dead. I think I think a lot of a lot of these also like the druids are sort of like pagans as well, aren't they? And the Everything is connected. Werewolves, pagans, and magic, and druids, and history. The more you look at it, the less you could see it, because it it blends in. Everything just starts blending in. You you got your... You you might have... And druids in D&D could morph into wolves and stuff. Oh, Jesus... I'm a little freaked out right now, and I think we should listen to some advertisements because I need I need to relax a little bit. So, Zindu, can you can you please please spin up a please spin up an advertisement, Zindu? No, I'm going back to Oktar. What you're gonna go back to? You're gonna go back to Oktar? That doesn't play. Just play the ad. Jesus Christ. Looking for a good time? Come on down to the sewer. Our sewer slots are waiting 427 to please you. Dark sewer dominatrix are always ready to tie you up and take your money. Let's get dirty in the sewer tonight. Call for reservations. 917-719-5923. Timeshares is the hot new word in the sewers. You might be walking around down here, hearing Bertha and Martin talking about how awesome their new timeshares are. They're in the sewer, but they don't live here. But when they do, it's because they have a timeshare. You need to get a timeshare in the sewer today. Tired of living above ground? How about you get closer to the roots of your world and your planet through a sewer timeshare? For only $69.99 a month, you can get your own room in the sewer with a sewer timeshare. Wouldn't you like to be a proud owner of a sewer timeshare? Well, come on now and give us a call at 917-719-5923 and get a sewer timeshare. Why not buy one for your whole family? It's only every month you have to pay money so you can come down to the sewers and live here for a couple of days. It's a timeshare. Other people come down and live inside the same sewer hole that you lived in because they bought the same timeshare as you. They're sharing time with you. See, you live there. You do all your dirty deeds like drugs, cocaine, murder, and sex. Then you leave. 
then Bobby and his wife and his three children can come on down to their timeshare, which is the same timeshare that you just raped and murdered people. It's a great in the sewer. It's a great time. It's a great time to share. Share today for only $69.99 a month in the sewer timeshares. Dear God, Zindu, Zindu, can you save us, Zindu? Let me get my notes over here. Yeah, sure. Okay, Nick Dad. Yeah, thanks for putting me on the spot. You're like, oh, Zindu looks like he's playing with himself back there. Let me interrupt him. All right, let's see here. Uh, see, the ISS. Oh, boy. Looks like the ISS, uh, the, the International Space Station. There was a hole. There was a hole in the goddamn thing. It was a two-millimeter breach. And uh, they were like, maybe you got hit by, like, a micro-meteor or something. But the, the Russians are like, nah, man, that's a drill hole. So I think they're trying to find the Ivan that wanted to make a little glory hole inside the spaceship. He's probably getting a little lonely. He wanted to lube it up with a little two millimeter hole. Why would you do this? Why would you? Why would you drill a hole? Is there a sabotage going on up there? Is like one of Elon Musk's boys from Russia going over there He's trying to bring it down so he can put up his own little space station? Yeah, I wouldn't trust that Elon Musk with a uh, with my own. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, uh, Cindy, what are you talking it's, about? It's, it's kind of stinky back here. Kyle, Jesus Christ, man. You, you're, you're rotting. You're gross. This is nasty. Why did I agree to come in here? I usually get the nice big old sound boost. Now I got to take this crappy little crappy Kyle boost. Jesus Christ. All right, whatever. Go back to the show. It's goddamn horrible. Uh, can you play a voicemail for me at least? Ugh. Ugh. What is that, a yes or a no, Sindhu? Uh, 917-719-5923. Yo, Nikki. I know I'm usually drunk and shit, but I'm only halfway drunk. But I got an idea. You should do an episode about the CIA end. And how in 19... Or, or 2005... Something like that. Some shit uh, is like the Ministry of Truth and all that shit. It's implemented. It was implemented under Obama, and everybody don't even know about it. But he thought uh, Hillary Clinton was going to be the successor to it. And even though he said he reluctantly wanted to sign the bill, he signed the motherfucker. And everybody's fucked. Trump, man. I'm not on both sides. I'm not on either side. I'm not one or the other. But they're showing this shit. Fork, knife, and everything else. Aside, no, I don't give a fuck the game engine. No. Speak truth. Keep it up, brother. Well, mofo. what the hell? You went from CIN to fork knife. Fork knife is pretty dangerous out there. I heard a whole bunch of kids are ODing on it. Doing lines of fork knife off of their little food platters next to their sippy cups. Don't fork knife. Uh, 917-719-5923. That's where you can reach me. But if you can't reach me, then you can't re- you can't reach me then. My Sorry. name is Chris and I'm an alcoholic. I've been sober for 14. No way. 15. That's right. 15 minutes. It's so easy to fall off the wagon. It makes you just want to crack another can. 
I've tried many, many 12-step programs, but there's only ever been one. So someone has come up to me afterwards and said, Hey Chris, that was really brave of you to open up to us like that. Let me get you a beer. And that was here in the Dark Sewer Network. Are you looking for support for your drinking habit? Nick the Rat's 12 Steps to 24 Cans can help you. Located exclusively and conveniently here in the Dark Sewer Network, we meet every Wednesday night at 11pm Eastern Time. You probably won't stop drinking, but you'll be drinking with friends much, much worse than you. Thanks, Nick the Rat. Now I can live my life one can. Come on. Oh, shit. I really shouldn't have smoked that last joint you gave me. I think I'm going to... Call 917-719-5923 for the drinking support you need. Yeah, if you have a story about druids or if you're a druid or if you you love nature, give me a call. I'll be opening up the phone lines in a little bit. But until then, let's listen to David Gould. Is the name David Gould? Steve Gould. Let's see what Steve Gould has to say about nature. One of the more amusing misuses of nature that pervades the history of Western thought on this subject is our endless attempt to find moral meaning in nature, to find the exemplification of principles of right conduct and living, and it just doesn't work. Nature is neither kind nor cruel. It simply is as we find it, and it's full of phenomena that are repulsive to us or joyful to us. And it must be so, because there are no inherent moral messages. My favorite example is the story of the so-called ichneumonid wasp. This is, in fact, a large group of wasps who paralyze prey, usually caterpillars, and lay their eggs directly in the body of the caterpillars, who are still alive, though paralyzed, the young are born, and eat up the caterpillar from inside, but very carefully, making sure that they save the heart and nervous system for less, because they don't want to kill the caterpillar, lest it rot and destroy their source of food. Now, there's one of the most horrible events with respect to our moral hopes, but nature doesn't care. It's merely an adaptation that's good for wasps The caterpillars haven't been able to overcome. And yet, if you look at the history of comment upon this, throughout the 19th century, various rectors and interpreters of nature for our benefit tried to find moral wisdom. They argued, for example, that we had here an excellent case of mother love. Look at the wasp caring for its progeny. Or the argument might have been that we have to get rid of caterpillars anyway because they're such a scourge on human crops and it doesn't matter what mechanism nature uses. Or people looked at the uh, care and husbandry of the little larvae as they kept the heart and nervous system for last is a good example of the use of resources in intelligent ways and saw that as a proper model for human agriculture and exploitation. But it just doesn't make any sense. The point is there are no moral messages in nature. Darwin understood that perfectly well and in fact used the ichneumonid wasp as a primary example of why you couldn't find them. And that's appropriate. I don't think science contains the answer to moral questions. Moral questions have to do with the way in which we ought to live our lives. Science can only tell us about the way in which the world is constructed. Now, some people think that's depressing and therefore think that Darwinism is a terrible system that we have to expunge from our schools and erase from our thoughts. But to me, it's exhilarating and challenging. I don't want to passively read the answer to great moral dilemmas in nature. I want that to be an active challenge to the humanistic side of our minds. Moral answers are something we have to construct from the depths of our own lives. We don't read them passively in nature. They're not there. 
Well, I'm sorry. I was getting, I was looking at animated gifs and in the sewer chat, dark sewer network, Discord channel that you could reach by going to nicktherat.com social Discord. There's a lot of ways you could reach me or touch me. We have a uh, we have a new system actually. Uh, basically, uh, I've been getting a lot of email lately, a lot of email. So I think that I have to. We installed we installed a button down here, and it'll let me read a pretty recent email. So if you just send an email to nick at nicktherad.com and I hit this button, we're gonna call this new system the 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 gas blast system because you never know what you're gonna get. It's kind of like getting blasted in the face with gas. So let's check out a let's check out a, a gas blast. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> let me put on my reading voice, dear Nick the Rat. I just want to tell you that me and my wife love to listen to your show. We especially like to listen when you are live. It makes me feel more real. To really appreciate it, I ask my wife to rub oil on my back while we listen. When she laughs, she digs her nails into my back and sometimes I start to bleed. Also, one fun thing to do is during voicemail, she rams a thumb up my... Oh, my... I gotta stop doing this show live. Uh, Journey with Rosentwig. Rosentwig. Journey. Enjoy.
Now, you know, you're getting used a lot on the uh, Nick DeRat show. I am? Yeah. Wait, like clips? Yeah. Oh, I haven't listened in a while. Nick the Rat is great. Oh, I know. The show's fantastic in the No, that's what you're saying on the show. Oh. <laughs> well, let's help him out then. Hold on a second. <laughs> let's see if we can uh, make it work for Nick. All right, we'll give him one jingle and then we can move on. Nick the Rat is great in the sewer. <laughs> I can use that. Well, 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 welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio. This is Nick the Rat. That was Rosentwig, and that was Journey. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to have a great evening in the sewer tonight. It's uh, going to be a fun night. We're going to be uh, talking about hip-hop and... No, we're going to be talking about druids. 917-795923. Hello? This voicemail not even working. Uh, we got a live one coming in. How about we just go straight to a live one? Hello, live one. Hello, I. This is my first time talking to the Nick the Rat show, and I'm hoping that my voice is completely offensive. Uh, not really, but sir, can you please just turn the radio down in the background? Like, it's way too. Just turn it down. Okay, that was Artbell Tommy before. Artbell Tommy not to talk and have the radio in the background. Well, because if you have the radio on, all I'm going to hear is me talking to you. While and you're going to get confused, I'm going to get confused. I don't have a radio in the background. Oh, well, in that case, uh, so are are you a druid, or, or do you have any druid relatives? I'm the only druid beside the one that the uh, Greek uh, what Roman Caesar guy say. Oh wait, so the one druid that Caesar wrote about and killed, you're you're the other one. You're the only other druid? I'm the other... I'm the, yes, I'm the only other druid. I'm I'm of the druidish persuasion, as you said before. So can can you clear something up for me? I, I will do my best. I, I cannot morph into anything, though. I cannot morph into a wolf. No, no, I got a rash. I got a rash on my thigh. I was wondering if you could maybe... Do you have any creams or something that could help clear that up? I would recommend dancing naked in a fairy ring full of mushrooms in the forest. Yeah, druids seem or to in do the... that. Yeah, I, 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 I love druids, man, because I was watching this movie, which I'm going to get into in a little bit, and there was a whole bunch of nudity and, and boobs, and just chicks Chicks love to get naked, and druids... Uh, druid chicks are hot. Being a druid is a little bit like modern uh, virtue signaling it. It is the best way to get the pussy hat on and to get the ladies naked. Ah. So since you're like a real druid, you must get tons of... Uh, all druids actually all druids actually were in fraternities in the college, in the druid college. And then when they learn in the real world, the way to get the ladies is with the pussy hat. 
Then they then they wear the, the druid so the druid robes. Wait a second. You just said you're the only other druid there is, and now you're saying there's a whole college for him. <laughs> it's a little bit difficult to uh. To- I spotted I spotted right there a fake druid right there on the phone. I'll pass. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll pass two there. 917-719-5923. So Zindu, what do you what do you got going on over there Zindu? What uh wait a second. Yeah, Zindu, what are you doing Zindu? Uh, hold on one second. I'm trying to have sex with Kyle's dead body over here. Is he dead? I don't know. He's still a little warm, but it might be just cuz I was sitting on him. Uh Maybe he ate some of those Kellogg's Honey Smacks. The CDC warns that 30 more people are sick because of this stuff. Mmm, gotta have my smacks. Didn't we warn you already on this show not to eat this goddamn shit? Gotta have your smacks. This stuff is worse than meth. It's like uh, the K2 of the sewers down here. It's uh, really good. You just get abducted. You get uh, addicted, I mean. Then you get infected. You get fever and diarrhea. You start looking like Kyle over here. Hold on one second. Let me... Let me move his jaw around on my crotch a little bit more. This is really gross. Actually, you know what? This isn't so bad. Uh, you people are right. I really miss Kyle too. He's. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pet him all night over here. Anyway, Nick, get back to the show. You. You probably want to get back to the show now, don't you? You. You, you probably do. You, yeah, you dirty rat. Don't touch. Don't touch Kyle. Please. Just. I'm trying to resurrect him. Okay. I have him hooked up. I got the wires. That was a painful night to put those wires into those holes. But he's still kind of fresh. Just don't touch him, okay? Just leave him alone, and he'll be fine. Uh, hello, caller. Yeah, yo, Nick the Rat. I got uh, some experience with these druids. I uh, I get them on my right knee, but my left knee's much worse. And when I get them, I have to go to the doctor's. And he pulls out this goddamn needle, Nick. It's as big as give Lou Reed the sweats. That's how big this needle is. And he drains the druids off my knees. And I just called to tell everybody, take good care of your knees so you avoid the druids. You're saying druids just sit on, they, they appear on your knees? Yes, yes, it's very bad. They swell up. The doctor goes in there with that needle and just takes them out. And it works every time. Is he is he paying? Thank you for your time. Is he paying you money? Pardon? He's the, the doctor. No. He's not paying you. No, 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 no. No, that's not how the system works. You you pay him, but he's sucking druids out of your knees. You know what he could do with I that? It's sex magic, well, right there. Yeah, well, uh, it's illegal in some states. Take care of your knees, Nick. I'll, I'll talk t- at you later. I'll talk to you later, man. I'm gonna keep good care of my knees because I don't want I don't want to <laughs> Uh Where are we up to here? Are we at the movie review point? I think we're at the movie review. Maybe we should play an advertisement first. Let's play an advertisement and then we'll get to the where did the there was another hold on one second here. I'm missing an ad. I paid for this ad, and now it's missing. Hold on one second. Oh, there it is. In a time of fear and suspicion... You choose to admit your crimes before man and God? His coming was foretold.
signs. You are bewitched. He has the face of an angel. Channel me a spirit. The charm of the devil. Hear me when I say he's evil. Evil absolute. And the powers of a god. <laughs> Satan also has one son. Well, you are the first to have laid eyes upon the new Messiah. Now, an enemy from his past. Who appointed you executioner? And a girl from the present. Do you know what he's capable of? Next time he's going to kill me. I'll not let him harm you. Are the only hope for the future. This is the terrifying adventure that could set the world on fire. Warlock. You have to eat your lunch now. Put it all in your mouth, chew it, and swallow. Just like I told your dad to do last night. But wah! I'm sick of your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I think I have malnutrition, and the kids at school are making fun of me because I'm malnutritioned! Oh, I've heard this story before. A lot of people have problems feeding their kids properly. So why don't you pick up the new bottle of dark sewer? Mayonnaise. That's right. We've got all 52 flavors of mayo that you crave. Your kids crave it, too. We can tell because, haha, <laughs> they told us so. So next time your kid's starting to bitch about their plain old peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, slap a slather of dark sewer mayo on top of that and watch his face light up as he drips down his chin with white gooeyness, just like your husband last night. Order now for only $69.99 from Dark Sewer Network. Tell him that Brody sent you. Ha ha! Mayo game. Yeah, dark sewer mayo. Rub it on your titties. <laughs> uh, welcome back, everybody. We're gonna do a movie review. I have saw I saw it. It was on the stutter on the stutter.net shutter.com. Great service if you like horror movies. I was uh I was watching watching Wicker Man from what is it, nineteen something? 1973, by way of 2015. Uh, it's not the one with Nicolas Cage. This one had uh, Edward Woodred, Wood, Woodward, Christopher Lee, and, oh man, she was so hot, Diane Salento. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it, was, uh, it was pretty pretty good. It gives you a... It, it, Names a fake island. It makes it seem like it's like a real place. Like, oh, there's this island with this religion. And I'm so happy that I was able to look into it. And it was all, it was just all fake. But it was, it was, it was about a cop who, who goes to an island to find out about a missing girl. All right. So. Hey, I thought cops always had to be going go in pairs. There was they only sent one cop. It's like, oh, there's a missing girl on an island. Go by yourself. 
All right, and he has to fly there. Who? When do they ever give cops little one-man planes? Like, I, you know, it's for the story. You need to... I always hate when I question movie plots because it's 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 a plot line. It's, it's the goddamn story. You can't... If you, if you think it's bad, then, oh, well, you're stuck with it. That's the story about how it goes. So he goes there, and he's looking for this little girl, and then... Uh, apparently he lands on an island filled with druids, I guess you could say they are. They're a bunch of hippy-dippy naked people having sex. It's crazy. There's a whole bunch of... There's so much sex and titties. I didn't know if I was watching a horror movie or a porn. I, I, I grabbed the bucket of mayo. It was a great time. But uh, there was there was um, a couple scenes. Now I'm just thinking about all the naked scenes. I can't stop thinking about all the naked chicks. I think they might have put a spell on me. Oh, jeez. Uh, Christopher Lee apparently did the movie for free. He was great in it. He had a uh, crazy hair. There's like a lot of wind on this island, blowing his hair around. And he's all like, "Oh, well, you know, kids got to run around naked because it makes you feel rejuvenated." All right. Well, there's gonna be spoilers now. I'm gonna fucking spoil the movie. I don't. I don't care. The movie came out in fucking '73. If, if you didn't watch it by now, and you you screwed. So they 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 trick. The the cop who acts like a wackadoo, he's it was very 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 Christian versus a pagan idealisms in the movie, and the cop was very Christian, and he's on this island filled with all these druids. I, they were like a cult. It was like a weird cult. You would, I don't know if I ever, if I ever go to an island and there's a cult there, I'm probably gonna leave and call for backup because there's, there's a lot of them and these these was it like in. Ireland or Scottish? It was Scottish. The, the cop didn't have a gun. I'll never understand police that don't have weapons. I don't know how they work. I guess they just send like a whole bunch of them. I don't know how they do it in England. Like you get a bobby stick, the bobby stick, Bobby, Bobby, get your stick out and smack him with the thing and the damn thing. <clears throat> the, the Wicker Man. I would give it a twenty out of fifty points out of ten. It was really good. If you if you want to see a good old 70, 70s movie, and if you if you're a big old uh, Christopher Lee fan, which which you should be, I would watch it. There's tons of tons of boobs, a lot of boobs, a lot of weird culty things, a lot of weird sexual innuendos, a couple of cool shots of nature and boobs. Oh man. Oh yeah, and then some guy dies in a giant wicker man at the end. It was very uh, Burning Man ish, I guess. Burning Man and uh, are you a druid if you go to Burning Man? I don't know. I've never been to Burning Man, but I am a druid. I live in the sewer. <sighs> it's getting hot down here. <sighs> okay. All right. While I get really hot, we should play maybe another song. We should play Independent Girl by Diamond Ace. <laughs> That was my review. It's pretty bad, huh? Well, you get what you paid for. Oops.
Fauci's. inspired once in a while it's very fun to and when watch. nick is firing on so, all cylinders he's he's, he's really he's good. pretty hard to beat i mean we're kind of grooming him to take over the show aren't we <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> yeah i can actually <laughs> that he does his show up in <laughs> building a rat ship Diamond Ace, Independent Girl. That was, whoa, that ended abruptly. An abrupt ending for you, sir. Uh, Zindu, how are you doing over there? You look like you're, looks like you're sweating a little bit. Are, are you, are you okay in that booth? That's usually where Kyle sits and stuff you, like that. You really gonna ask me what I think about druids? Look, let me, let me lay it out for you. I didn't here. ask you, but. Uh, hundreds of thousands of years ago, there was, uh, there was, uh, aliens on planet Oktar over here, planet Oktar. And we wanted to spread out through the universe. So, well, actually a whole bunch of other aliens wanted to spread out too. So we kind of we kind of went all over the place. And then we found this really filthy, dirty, slutty planet. You, you, Earth, basically. That's Earth. That's fucked up, man. Mother Nature's filthy. Everybody wanted to come there. So we all went there. And there was like these Neanderthals and stuff. So, you know, we had a, we had our own seed down. So uh, all of us aliens, we started squirting seed all over your planet. What we getting, the hell? We get our seeds deep in all of our little sloppy mud holes. And, and then, you know, other species came out of there, like Romans and, and uh, Eskimos and all that stuff. And some of them took over. Some of them died out, you know. Um, oh, Genghis Khan, he was one of a... Uh, one of the planet, the Zindorians, he was a he was a real bad motherfucker. He took over a lot of the planet. But basically, the druids were the humans on the planet before all the aliens got there. Are you serious? Most of them died off. But, you know, some of their, we had to, like, uh, take all their uh, religious ideas and calendar days and, and morph them to meet our own fucking jolly standards because, you know, we got to get our jollies off and jolly standards do that so basically what i'm trying to say is that you know the druids were like uh the cro-magnum man and stuff you know mankind before the aliens came and and advanced them to what they are today um yeah wait really what? no but you're telling you're saying you well uh, i don't know uh, you're saying you fucked mother earth 
Really? I can't hear you. No, you, I'm trying to put on moss in my ears. Get the moss out of here. I'm use my rain stick. I'm going to rub it all over Kyle's face. Oh, I got to go. Bye. No, don't, don't rub the rain stick on Kyle's face. Leave his face alone. Um, Nick the Rat Radio is uh, sponsored by nobody. Beats the Wiz. They, <laughs> they went out of business, so... Let's listen to Julia Roberts pretending to be Mother Nature, maybe getting raped by aliens. Some call me nature. Others call me Mother Nature. I've been here for over four and a half billion years. 22,500 times longer than you. I don't really need people, but people need me. Yes, your future depends on me. When I thrive, you thrive. When I falter, you falter. Or worse. But I've been here for eons. I have fed species greater than you, and I have starved species greater than you. My oceans. My soil. My flowing streams. My forests. They all can take you or leave you. How you choose to live each day, whether you regard or disregard me, doesn't really matter to me. One way or the other. Your actions will determine your fate, not mine. I am nature. I will go on. I am prepared to evolve. Are you? I wouldn't wouldn't mind... uh in Juliet Roberts' streams or her mud. Uh, I'll call you. I'll call you, mother. Nine one seven seven nine five nine two three. No, I don't want to talk to Nick the Rat. Come on, talk to Nick. No. Why don't you want to talk to Nick the Rat? Just shut up, Dad. Come on, talk to Nick the Rat. Nick the Rat. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Little dude just wants to talk to Nick the Rat. I understand totally. Nine one seven seven nine five nine two three. Hey Nick, this is Bethany. Just letting you know that um, I think your show is really cool. I was listening last week, and you guys were talking about werewolves or something, and then you like playing like a montage of me. It was pretty hot. Um, well, so you talk about druids this week, right? Um, well, let me just tell you that I love wood. Love it when it's real hard and long. Actually, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go praise some wood right now. So Jesus maybe I'll give you a call next week, and we'll get together, get some chai lattes, and uh, I love you. Bye. Don't do that. Uh, yeah, I'm saying, Zindu, would you would you do that? Ew. Well, you wouldn't tap that. You wouldn't get some of that wood. 
Oh, that's so nasty. No, come on, Zindu. Bethany's, she she loves aliens. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, well, you, just give it to her. She'll take it. Oh, come on. I'll, I'll come. I No, she told me. She sent me an email. And, oh, I'm going to puke. Don't puke, Zindu. Z- Bethany really, 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 really oh, no, wants no. you. Oh, God, really? Oh, yeah, come really. on. Okay, don't worry. It's fine. Um, Wait a second. That light means we just got a gas blast. Let's see here. <clears throat> Dear Rat, I really want you to play my music on your show. I'd suck Kyle. Oh God! I'd suck Kyle's dick to make this happen. Come on, but not yours. I'm not sure where Kyle is anymore. He was the best part of the show. <laughs> when he stopped coming on, I was thinking of never. Li- Why am I reading this? Never listening to your show again. But I really want to get my music mentioned on your show still. So if you could point me in the direction of Kyle, I'd really appreciate it. I heard he has a... No, I'm not going to read that. About... No. I'm not going to even read your name. If you're going to email somebody, please be respectful to them. Just have a little bit of respect for the planet you're on your your living situation who who's around you your boss your coworkers your customers just appre- appreciate them please don't don't fucking gas blast me with some shit about Kyle and his giant dick i don't care uh let's see it's uh midnight in the sewers holy crap everybody you've made it to a great point of the show it's when the show it we kick it we kick it up a notch it gets a little bit strange when it becomes midnight in the sewer and i'm just gonna have i'm just gonna have zindu zindu can you do something for me so i can grab another beer wait you want you want to listen to another phone caller all right play fucking yeah whatever zindu play the play the phone call I'm going to be late. There's this guy jacking off on the fucking freeway. It was horrible. And the kid's seen it. So. It wasn't me. I'm going to be about two hours late. Guy jacking off on the fucking freeway. It's horrible. Oh, my God. Later. Wow, really? That's the type of phone calls you get down here in the sewer? A person didn't even know what the hell they were talking about. Like, I think they might be off their meds, these people that are calling you. Uh, I don't know. They might be. Are you on your meds, though? It's, that's the question I want to know, because I, I know that you get a little violent when you're not on the sewer. Have you been taking your meds there? I'll pass. You'll be, I'll, I'll pass. Thank you, thank you Sindhu 917 Now let's do it. Druidism is blasphemy. I'm a good Christian, and I'm listening to... This is a Christian radio station, isn't it? I heard all souls on the Dark Sewer Network were Christian. Now you're talking about Druidism, and that is not Christian. It's not proper. You're going to hell. All your listeners will be going to hell, too. There's no such thing as Druidism. Wait. Hold on, honey. Yes. We're going to dance around the fire tonight as we praise the God of Earth. Yes. I've got the sickles ready and the masks. We're going to have sex. Yes, I know you haven't shaved in years. 
It's part of our religion. All right, I've got to go. Praise Lord. What the hell? Zindu, do you know what that guy was talking about over there? He's talking about like some weird... Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Wait, are you sure you don't know? Because like, he was talking about... Because uh, the movie The Wicker Man, uh, the guy gets thrown into the giant Wicker Man and he starts like screaming Jesus stuff. He's like, oh, I would actually like to see what happens after this movie's over. Because A, the cop is not going home. He got burnt up. And B, the the this this was kind of cool. See the uh, Christopher Nolan, no Christopher Christopher Lambert, no. It's a uh, how how did I forget his name already? Christopher Lee, because I'm thinking about Bruce Lee and The Shape of Water. Um, I don't know what um I. So he's like, well, if you're uh, the cop says if you're wrong to Christopher Lee, who is the leader of the druids on the island, he's like, well, then next year they're going to kill you because your crops didn't. There was a whole bunch of apple stuff, like the apples weren't growing on the island, so they killed the cop guy, to sacrifice some, and then the cop guy was like, well, if the apples don't grow, they get. Kill Christopher Lee, kill him, and then he starts saying something about Jesus and oh and ah. Well, because he was even saying Christopher Lee was like, "Well, you're saying my religion is not real, but Jesus was born to nobody. He was his mom was impregnated by a ghost." Get you really think? You know what? I we need we need to we need to we need to try to do something here. I want everybody to take your hands, your hands, and I want you to rub them together. Make them warm, okay? Get your hands warm. Rub them together. Oh yeah. You know, feel 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 your feel your feel yourself up. Only your hands though. You can maybe rub your thighs. I don't know. It's it's up to you. Now when they're nice and warm, I want you to put them on the floor. And I want you to just feel the planet you're on, okay? I just want you to feel it. It's pushing up on you as you're pushing down on it. The planet, the planet's kind of like there. It's kind of like there. Now, while you're doing this, I want you to, I want you to imagine that you're inside of the planet. You're, you're one with the planet. All right. Now, while you're doing that, listen to James Wetzel with his thousand chants.
hello. Hello. That, 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 that song you were just playing? Yeah. That was in chant? Yeah. Was that some sort of like brown noise thing? Because I just shit my pants. You just shit your pants? Yeah, that that song totally made me shit my pants. It does, the vibrations. Once it gets into your head and goes into your bowels, it'll loosen the shit. There were certainly uh, some movements in the bowel region. People were saying it needs well, more. Well, have a good night, Rat. Oh, no problem. Wub, 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 wub. Wub, wub. Are you ready? Are you ratty? Are you ratty for round two of more chanting? I can skip the chanting if you don't like it. But I kind of dig it. It's a very nice chant. Let's, uh... All right, rub your hands together, everybody. All right. Get them nice and warm again. Oh, yeah. Your, your, your hands are warm. All right. All right. Now, put them on the floor and... I need a beer while I listen to this. Hold on one second. Uh, where's the, my beer? There it is. Get over here, you. All right, crack this beer for the wub wub. Uh. Sounds like he's sleeping. Sounds like a bear hibernating. Sounds like a druid masturbating with his tree-powered Hitachi. almost done. This is the third movement. Sounds like he's, sounds like he's almost done. Hello, caller! Hey, Nick, I didn't think you had the cojones to mix, mix Tibetan chanting with Druidism. Well, it's... Well played. It's, uh, it's all tied together somehow, isn't it? Through, uh... You know, chanting and druids and... <laughs> hey, actually, I like that thing where everything is connected. It is? You know? It's, yeah, it's like a it's like a big multidimensional fractal that ties everything together and do you, everything that is... Yeah, oh, do, you do, go ahead. Do, yeah. do, 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 do you know about the runes? Yeah, I do. Now, are runes are those are those Drew Drewdaic? 
No, not quite. It depends on uh, the area. Like some of the Germanic tribes would uh, use the the Northumbrian Futhark, uh, and then like the the Vikings would use the Elder Futhark. Now, do you think? Do you do you, do you believe in druids? Eh, you know, I see them around, so I, I can't say that I don't. And do they? Do the druids use runes? Yeah, some do, some don't. Um, a lot of them use a lot more singing. Ah, uh, kind of maybe like that throat yeah. singing that guy was just doing the bro. I can't, I can't do that. Oh yeah, the boo. Oh man, imagine, imagine a whole stream which is boobies. I mean, uh, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, and like there, there are a lot of similarities between like uh, uh, like Zen Buddhism and uh, their meditation and uh, focus on uh, overcoming suffering. Really, but then you get back to the Four Noble Truths and the Eight Rightful Path and everything like that. They do have a very strong connection to the earth, and that really is what Druidism is. It's, it's connected the connection to Gaia. To, it's the connection to Gaia. Yeah, you're, we we came out of this. Yeah, thing. dude. Yeah. Oh heck yeah. And and that that sound that they're making and their throat chanting that. They say that that sound is what the universe made at its creation. And that to make that sound within yourself is to go back to that creation. Oh man, that's beautiful. Right? That's that is pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, I just thought I'd throw in my two cents and say hello. Oh, Good thank to you. Talk to you uh, again, Nick. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm just. Uh, I'm just drinking over here, thinking about druids and and. Uh, wow. It's really blowing my mind how they they are like everything. It's like we're we're we can't see we can't see what it is because we are it. Where you can't see yourself. There's no there's no mirror for life. There's no life mirrors. Yeah. How how can your elbow know what your pinky looks like? It it cannot. But it keeps talking to it. It's weird. Yeah, but it's all connected. Yeah, it sounds like you get it, dude. Hell yeah. All right, I'm going to take a shot of Jack Daniels and keep listening. We don't talk about Jack Daniels on the show, only tequila and beer right now. That's the that's the modern day drink on the Dark Sewer Network. No, I, uh, <laughs> I think we need to maybe lighten up the the music. Uh no, first we need no. First yeah, no. Yeah. Um what do you think of the, what do you think about the music tonight, Zindu? Oh, it really stinks down here. Oh, no, well, uh, I was talking uh, about the, the music. Uh, what does that smell? Oh, wait, that's just, uh, 
I was poking my finger in Kyle's rotting belly button and sniffing my finger. Oh, well, yeah, I just want to say, Nick, that last song you played was really good. I was digging it. I was, uh, I was getting into it. I was dancing back here. I was grinding up on Kyle until one of his legs fell off. But, you know, it's fine. He's going back to Earth. He's getting sucked down through the drains of the sewage and going back to, to Mother Earth. And he'll be resurrected one day. And it'll be fine, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you play more music? All right. All right. All right, Kyle. You got it. Natural One Inc., A Time to Shine, Jerome's Official Anthem Mix. Right? Anyway, I'm going to get this party started. Nature 
there were some uh, foreign listeners in the chat room, in the troll room. They thought we were not saying ratchet, but rat shit. Well, they probably never heard the word ratchet. No, no. But they thought it was so, a rat shit. And they maybe listen to Nick the Rat Show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, believe me, Nick is all over it. Don't touch that button anymore. God damn it. Um, yeah, we're, we're back, everybody. That's Nature One, Inc., A Time to Shine, Jerome's official anthem mix. I wonder what his unofficial anthem mix sounds like. But I'm ching Welcome back to the sewers, everybody. Tonight we're talking about druids. I guess we're talking about love for Mother Nature. There's a lot to be discussed. I still have one big theory that's sort of been discussed by Zindu earlier. But I'm going to dig into it in a little bit first. But first, but first, we're going to listen to Zindu. Hey, Nick, by the way, uh, does Kyle got diabetes or anything? Because uh, I, was, I was listening to the CDC, and they were talking about they got this uh, flesh-eating genitalia bacteria. Oh, it eats your, it eats your, the flesh off your, your genitals, but it's uh, for people that have diabetes. It's a drug. Uh, what is the drug called again? Hold on. Let me look into my phone over here. The medications affected sodium glucose transporter 2 SGLT2 inhibitors. They're used in treatment of type 2 diabetes. Well... You know if Kyle's been taking this because his his penis is pretty rotted away. Oh jeez! Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think gr- he was. You want to see it? 
No, I don't want to see it. It's I can, fine. I can send you some pictures. Hold gonna, on. No, let me the, get my let me turn on my camera app put, here. Clo- no, I'm not looking. My eyes are closed. Look. You no, see? you sure? Yes, I'm sure. It's fine. No, I'll send them to you. Don't worry. I'll send it. I'll, I'll, I'll post don't. it on the internet. Jesus send Christ, don't like. send it to Sindhu. No, we put it. Yeah, we got to put it in the, f- the Discord channel. I'll fire you. See it. It's, oh, it's still kind of big. It's big. A little, little black and rotting and a little twisted. But I'm trying no, to drink. I, think, over I here. think it'll be fine. No, it's not. Yeah, I'll send it over. Don't send it. It's fine. I know. I know he's rotting over there. Kyle has been. I've been trying to resurrect him. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Rest in peace, Kyle. Back to the earth you go. It's fine. It is fine. Once we came, we all shall go. There is no real reason for any of this, is there? No, there's not. So the ru- the runes actually got me. I was pretty interested in runes because I was looking into the whole. I also got a. That's a book. I got a book about runes because I wanted to. Uh, Touch the druid inside of me. Because druids have these these wild sex parties, I'm telling you. If you're a druid, you you're you're getting laid. Like, oh man, you're getting you're getting beyond you're getting so much but you know, it might be a little smelly. For some reason I'm thinking druids are like hippies. I guess look at this book. No, no. Druids aren't hippies. Druids are much cooler than hippies. Hip Yeah, um, I think my favorite part about the runes is the one with nothing on it is called weird. Ow. Anybody here ever watched Northern Exposure? What'd you expect? A message from the prophet? Words from on high. You're supposed to lead your people out of Egypt? I don't know. Something. You want to know what it means, huh? I'll tell you what it means. The universe is a hostile place, Jake Riak. Yes? Yeah, you think nature is some Disney movie? Nature is a killer, pal. Nature is a bitch. It's feeding time out there 24 hours a day. Every step that you take is a gamble with death. If it isn't getting hit by lightning today, it's an earthquake tomorrow or some deer tick carrying Lyme disease. Either way, you're ending up on the wrong end of the food chain. It's rather upsetting. Well, it's supposed to be upsetting, you moron. Check out the Declaration of Independence. You think it promises happiness? No, no, no. It talks about the pursuit of happiness. The pursuit! We've become a nation of wimps. We think we're entitled to everything. We want to legislate ourselves into some cozy little cocoon. Well, forget it, nature boy. There are no guarantees. Life is nasty, brutish, and short. Eke homo. How? Pretty. It's pretty rude. Wait, I had to count something here. We still have a couple more segments of the show, but I don't know where we're at, so I'm gonna play song, everybody. This is gonna be a nice... There's the the chanting, then the upbeat. Now we're gonna bring it back down with Stephen O'Brien. This is a piece for the flute and the harp. This is gonna make you feel... All right, I want you to rub your hands together. <laughs> rub the palms of your feet together. 
And I want you to go outside and look up at the stars and the sky and dig your feet into the soil and feel the cool earth wrap around your feet. I want you to feel the power from the earth rising up through your feet, through your heels, into your legs, going up into your thighs, into your privates, until you ejaculate or jizz in your pants in whatever way you do, and then into your stomach, and then through your your spinal column, into your ribs, and into your lungs. And I want you to, yeah, I want your lungs to. Goes up into your throat and into your head. And now just listen to this. Jerome the Giraffe, man. You want to let you know that I've been passing around your show to all the cool animals at the zoo. You might be getting calls from everybody. Like, Betsy the fucking something that starts with a B. Hey, guys, what's something that starts with a B? Betsy the Baboon, yeah. I'm Jerome the Giraffe, and Leo the Lion is here, too. Say hi, Leo. Oh, you can't hear him. He's not really here. I gotta go back to smoking some K2. Talk to you later. Bye. Eric Davis on Nature and Imagination. And, you know, this is like a real, a really profound question when you talk about environmental activism. Okay, there are tons of people in the world who are just, that's their number one goal. They're like, we are screwed and all of my efforts are going to be towards making the situation better. But what's funny is if you look at like how those people think about the world, they're 
in some ways extraordinarily contradictory. On the one hand, you have people who are essentially scientific and technocratic, who see it as a technical problem to be solved with technologies, with new bureaucratic structures, new, you know, uh, all, all sorts of mechanisms in order to engage the fundamental problem that's going on. This is a view that says, well, I'll, I'll, I'll say the other thing first. On the other side, we have a kind of profoundly spiritual or at least cultural attempt to create a culture of ecology, whether that's through alternative medicine or through organic food or through a sort of multidimensional, almost poetic relationship with the world, with nature, with animals, with the spirits of the old ones, with ancient ways, with old traditions, and to bring those things back alive as a way to create a more environmentally sustainable or environmentally conscious, ecologically focused uh, uh, way of seeing the world. And in some ways, in some fundamental ways, those two approaches are very divergent. And they're divergent in a way that's sometimes unhelpful for the environmental movement. Because there are people, tons of people with power in the skeptical, scientific, technocratic world who are like, keep that woo-woo stuff far, far away from me as possible. I'm not going to be engaging you with, on that level. You know? And on the other side, if there is not a creative, rich... Nah. Uh, sustaining, nurturing culture that gives us a framework to encourage us to do these healthier things and to engage with more environmentally sustainable t techniques and approaches, then it's, I don't think it's going to work very well. Or if it does, it looks like some kind of creepy UN green fascism stuff, which is definitely a possibility. So both of those things have to happen. And... Um, you know, and that's so. That's a great e expression of the place that the imagination really plays in a major role. When is the imagination appropriate, and when is it not appropriate? And some of the best organizations, and the best companies, and the best individuals who are out there working—I mean, people with tremendous productivity and intelligence—on the, uh, the same time, they're able to interface with that rational, technocratic reality, speaking only about solutions, about efficiency. And then, on another dimension, you realize that they're plugged into, like, you know, the ancient circle of thirteen moon grandmothers, or whatever it is—some deep mythic structure that gives them the soul strength to be able to deal with this world. And that Burning Man is trying to do its own version. Version of, of that integration. Ah. Ah, yes, the integration is completed. Welcome. You're now on planet Earth, combined with everybody else here. You are the grass, the trees, the sky. The now that I'm thinking about it, druids are just about the green stuff. They don't care about water, do they? They're like, fuck the water, man. Fuck the sky. We just care about the earth and the trees and rocks. I guess it'd be minerals and or organic material. You know, fish are organic. I don't know what druids... I don't know what druids... I don't know the deal. I don't know the deal with druids. God damn it. Yeah, runes are pretty damn cool. I, I I can't wait to read more about them. Oh man, it's it's getting hot in the sewer. Ah, uh, you know it. You know it cools me down in a nice hot, <laughs> a nice hot time. Oh, when I do math, hold on. I do. I have to count here. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. 
What do you, well, Zindu, what do you think of the show so far? Do you having a good time over here? It's, do you like being in the sewer? Hey, hey yo. Yeah. Nick. That, yes, I'm here. How are you Nick, feeling? I'm talking to you. Come on, we can't ignore me. I'm not ignoring you. What the hell, man? I'm asking you a question. Listen to me. What? God damn it, Nick. Look. It, you gotta listen to me. You can't just ignore me. I'll, I'll interrupt the whole show. All right, fine. Whatever. It's your show. I'll your keep talk. I'll, Go for I'll it. I'll keep talking, even though you're not listening to me. I'll I'm, keep talking. I'm just gonna smoke weed and shut up. All right. Not, all right. Now that, now that I got your attention. Yeah, sure. Thank you. You're Finally. Welcome. Just want to let you know that I think the show's it's going pretty good. Yeah, it's not going, it's not so bad. Yeah, I think you really? can. Uh, you might have a shot at this in the future. No, Maybe one day when you're a little you. bit older, you're not. You're not so goddamn stupid. What the show the... might go somewhere. Oh come! Uh, really? Did you gonna? Oh, it's great. You gonna bash me? Oh yeah, the music's good. The the people on the phone, or sometimes they might be retarded, but they're good. Be... Oh, Your really? bits. Yeah, my bits. How do you think? Of they, what do you think yeah. about them? And, you know, maybe one day. Anyway, uh, I just want to let you know that. I'm going to go back to grinding up on Kyle's dead body over here. That's... He's insured. Don't make any extra holes. He'll come back one day. Um, We should play some more advertisements. Uh, We are sponsored by uh, Nobody. We have a... We have a bankroll from the Dark Sewer Network, though, and... They pay for, they pay for pretty much everything down in the sewers. You could also donate if you want. If you like what you hear, just go to Nick the Rat Radio or NickTheRat dot com and click donate and send a shekel or two. Send it down my way if if you if you want to. You don't have to. It's fine. I'll appreciate it. I'll send you a message back. And be like, hey, thanks, man. I love you. Maybe I'll send you my underwear. Depends on how much money you give me. Is that legal? Zindu, is that can is it is it legally okay to send underwear to people? Actually, yeah, is it? Is it Nope. It's not I thought it was legal, it's fine. How about wait. Do you wear underwear, Zindu? Oh dear God. No. <laughs> So that's why we have to play these advertisements sometimes. When you are spied on. When your money is worthless. When your government fails you. That's when you need a silver lining. That's when you need shitcoin. The first cryptocurrency accepted in the sewer. Every flush of the toilet helps decrypt new currency that can be traded in for any product on the dark sewer network. Join the Ref Poop Pollution today. Call 917-719-5923 for more information.
I have a normal boring job cleaning up bathroom stalls at the local strip joint. While I'm doing this, I like to listen to my favorite podcasts. Some of those include the Nick the Rat radio podcast with Nick the Rat. He's weird. There's the No Agenda show with Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak where they deconstruct news. I like those guys. There's Dvorak Horowitz and DH Unplugged and they talk about the stock market. You can invest today. I'm trying to get out of this job so I'm going there. When I'm done with those, sometimes they listen to Life Bites. They, they're a bunch of pineapple fuckers, though, so uh, it kind of gets me out of the mood of my job cleaning the spooge up in the toilets over here. And don't forget a Cat in a Box podcast. They hold those mental viewing parties. They try to, like, target something and find it with your mind. Blows me away. And when I need to come back down to earth, I like to listen to a walk through the mind with Billy Bones. He's really, he's a really fun guy. He's got a lot of opinions there. You know who else has got opinions? Steak. You wouldn't think so, but cruising with steak has got a lot of opinions that are. I really hold up on a high pedestal. I listen to them all the time. And then don't forget, one of the best podcasts that was ever come out of Canada is going to be Grimerica, definitely. I've never learned so much about Bigfoot in my life if it wasn't for these guys. Let me tell you, it makes my job cleaning up the lipstick off the wall really, really much more enjoyable for me. So yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, if you got the internet and a cellular device or some type of listening thing, you should tune in to these podcasts and, and see what you think and, and then you know go back to cleaning up the shit stains in the bathroom wherever, wherever your job is thanks oh we're gonna listen to uh, Post Malone there uh, I fell apart remixed by Pistol
Welcome back to the sewers, everybody. I was uh, Pistols, P- Pistols remix of Post Malone, I Fall Apart. I fall apart, Poo Malone. Nah, it's Post Malone. I kind, I kind of dig them. We're at the end of the episode, and I still haven't gotten to the the meat and the potatoes, the meat and the potatoes of it. All right, basically, <clears throat> I think the druids and the pagans were they were cavemen. They they were basically man. They were they were first. They were the first man here, and I think the Romans. I think Julius Caesar. I think they were aliens. I do agree totally with what Zindu said earlier. I think that there were the world was taken over by by space people that just look humanoid. It's kind of like um, Star Trek. How all the aliens they're they're basically just people in costume. They might talk a little bit different. I mean, you could under you could understand them if you get taken over and killed by them. It was just a big war on Earth, you know? Or maybe they were fourth-dimensional creatures. Like, hmm. Aliens just appeared in the brains of the humans that were here. And then they just fucked with, like, kind of like battle bots. It's like, hey, the people on that planet, we could take over their brains and make them do stuff. Hey, well, I'm going to take over this group. You can take over that group. And then we'll have a war. We'll see who wins. It was crazy. It was crazy times today. It still is, isn't it? Or is it not? Might be. Um, I don't think. I don't think we have any more voicemail or any more news or ads. Uh, do we have anything left? Other than my weird idea that that Earth was taken over by fourth dimensional aliens, and. Before the aliens came here, humans were druids. Sometimes it kind of like it, it comes out through, uh, it comes out. You know, you want the car, you, you want the plastic and the fuel burner. But when you, when you go out into nature, you feel it. You're in, you're in the woods. There's kind of like an energy there. It's not like, it's not like I'm standing next to a radio tower or a power wire type of energy or a giant antennas next to me and it's kind of burning my skin. It's 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 kind of like you're you're gonna die almost. It's like you're you're you better start doing stuff because of where you are, or you're gonna die. But we'll help you do it. And that's that's what uh, being a druid's all about is, you know, surviving and appreciating, appreciating your your surviving. I don't I don't know if that sounds right. But it doesn't sound wrong to me right now. So, think think about what a tree is. It's like it's probably are there are the roots of the tree bigger than the leaves and stuff? There's there's so much stuff going on inside the planet that's we're concentrated more on the outside. We're we're too concentrated on, on the. Hello, caller. Hey, dude. Sounds like you want to learn more about the runes. I would love to learn about runes. What what uh, inspired me? I'm going to have a sip of beer. All right. Um, do you know about the bind runes? Oh, those are like the kinky ones with the leather and the whips. No, no, no. Uh, it, it, that does sound high. I, I got it. But no, it, this is a uh, where you take one rune and then you 
uh, trace another ruin over the top of it, and then the two of them build up power. And also, it really looks cool. Have you heard of those? Oh, yeah, I have. There was uh, somebody in the IRC chat, I think Stillwater was, uh, he has the book that I have, The Runes, A Practical Guide to by Lisa Peschel. Yeah, there's a... Yeah, anyway. You can build the runes up. Yeah. Lay them on top. Oh, yeah, totally. So go to page 149. 149. Okay, let's see here. All right. 140 die. All right. Find it? Yeah. All right. Right there. The good luck rune. You start with Gifu. That's the one that looks like X. Yeah. 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 Trace that on a piece of paper. This will be good for you. Uh, trace. It's it, just a big is, X. It's two lines. It's two lines. They're yep, slanted. Two lines crossing like an X. Yeah. This is, this is a good one. This is a Frigg's rune. You see, because it, it, it represents partnership and... Uh, in some cases, it's marriage, sometimes it's like a business partnership or just general f- friendship, you know? And then turn it to its side so that uh, one side it looks straight up and down, all right? All right, okay. All right, all right. now you, you, you go up that line, and then from there you trace out Alzu's. It looks like a capital F, but the line's going out kind of go downward you see what i'm saying yeah so it's yeah yeah the top right side of the yeah. x has two line has two tingleberries it's kind of like pretty much yeah 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 anyway that's the rune for articulation it's it's what's used to bring the uh huge spots that are indescribable in words and bringing them out into beautiful words that make nothing but perfect sense. Oh, man. So... Yeah. And in a way, it's like this good luck bind rune is how you find it in yourself to make your own good luck. I I have a question. I have a question for you. So, All right, yeah. So the runes, can, can runes, do they have to, do they don't, can they... Uh, how can I say this? Do you know, uh, like the YMCA? When you, welcome to the YMCA. Can yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like slung out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but uh, can you move yeah. your body in the shape of a rune? Does a rune have to be written like like uh, like you see it, or can it be shapes? Can I like can I see can I see runes in the clouds? You know what I'm you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Actually, there is something that is different. It's it's called Galder, G-A-L-D-R. And it's where you sing... The Galder is where you sing the runes. You could sing the runes? And so in this... Yeah. You know, it can either be a very high-pitched falsetto, or it can go into the throat chanting, you know? So in this case, it'd be like... And then anyone who hears that has really good luck, but it's the luck that they make for themselves. This is wow. So this is like really combining Tibetans and Druids, sort of through runes and throat throat magic. <laughs> throat. Pretty much, yeah. Throat Actually, magic. that first rune, Gifu, is a connecting rune, and if you can 
visualize it, you can know that it's connected because everything is connected. Do you think Einstein, when he's trying to do the theory of, of everything, he, he could have just uh, overlaid all the runes on top of each other? That might have uh, helped him out. If if he if he had the wits to think about it, but he was Jewish, he probably would have used like a, you know, the old Jewish script. It's the uh, oh, what's it called? Yeah, Hebrew with like the numbers. Yeah, he, he probably would have used the yeah, he would have used like the the Hebrews, uh, the Hebrew uh, uh, lettering. And that one is actually interesting because the, the book to- of is Genesis the Torah? is the, the Torah. Is, is that- yeah. Yeah, yeah, in in the book, the book of Genesis is actually sung. It, like, there's notes to it and everything in the original Hebrew. We only talk about Super Nintendo on Nick the Rat Radio in the sewers. We do not talk about Genesis at all. That was, I'm sorry, caller, but you know when you, it's Sonic that no, it's all about Mario, Mario. What does Dolores Cannon think about nature? Every civilization in the world has the legends of the nature spirits, the uh, dryads, the uh, fairies, the gnomes, the pixies, the little peoples, because they're very real. They're the nature spirits. Their job is to take care of the plants and the animals. And we have all been these things. It's like we've all been rocks and and, uh, plants. We've also been fairies. It's part of our nature to uh, take care of the animals and the the plants. Wait, we got a call coming in? Is this actually... Hello, caller. Hey. Hey, rat. That's me. What's going on? I'm just sitting here thinking about uh, throat magic. Uh, what kind of magic? Throat, throat magic, sir. Throat magic. Uh, you're, you're cutting out fruit magic? No, I'm cutting, I'm not cutting out. I'm talking about throat magic. I'm talking about uh, Mother Earth's magical throat. Oh, you're coming out of Mother Earth's magical throat? I'm not coming out. I would be coming into, because she's got the magical throat. You go in. You swallows you whole. Yeah, I've had the fruit. It's pretty good. The fruit? Uh, Well, yeah, the fruit comes out. You put the seed in and the fruit comes out. Well, and you get a lot of knowledge from the fruit. Well, you get full. You get the sweet, the sweetness, and it squirts right in your your face. It's bittersweet. Yeah, but still, it's good. You don't live forever, you know. You got to sometimes just bite bite into the peach. That's straight forever. You might as well have that. Uh, caller, caller, are you on a are you on a, a portable phone? Yeah, unfortunately. Oh man, it's one of, those, one of those eye suckers. You know, those things that you stare at and go blind very slowly. Who would do that? You would go. You would blind yourself slowly. Are we not all going blind? We're all staring at our iPhones and uh, droids or whatever, we're we're going blind slowly. I guess when you use it, you lose it. But if you don't use it, you kind of lose it. (laughs) 
Do you think that we're, I don't know, humans are weird. I'm not a human, but I think humans are, are maybe different from electronics. I think I think people are uh, brainwashed into thinking that they got like a certain power, like, oh, you can recharge yourself 3,000 times and then you're dead. But maybe. Well, I don't, I don't think I'm a human either, but I agree. I think they're all brainwashed. Pretty sure. Goddamn brainwashed humans. Yeah, yeah. Wait, sir, sir what know, are you? We need better kind of brainwash, like some better soap. Not fluoride. Fluoride doesn't work, apparently. It doesn't clean. I heard a rumor that you could brush your teeth with mayonnaise. <laughs> uh, no, thanks, Rat. No, because it's... Have you... <laughs> Have you ever heard of oil pulling? It's just use them. <laughs> no thanks, Rat. Click. Uh, that make me laugh. It's just another life form that we've been. When I go to England, they understand this more because uh, they're very close to it. When we were close to agriculture, to nature, people used to see them more. But now that we've gotten into the technology age, um, we don't because we're, we drifted away from it. But they're still there. I said, the only ones you're aware of now are the gremlins that like to play games with my computer. But they're still very real. They're still there. It's hard to find them in a city, though. But um, they're just other beings, that's all. Another form that we go through. The guardians. The planet has a consciousness. The planet is alive. It's a living being. So it has its own karma. It's why it doesn't like what we're doing to it. And it's like a dog with fleas. Eventually, if he doesn't like what you're doing to it, it's going to shake the fleas off. This is what's happening right now. It's living out its karma to get rid of the tormentors. No, the earth itself has a consciousness. It's very real. This is what cried out, help me. And this is where the volunteers have come in to help change everything that are coming in at this point. But that's totally separate from the nature spirits. It's a totally different thing. Oh, man. Now I keep thinking of, like, uh, magic throats and Mother Nature and nymphs. Oh, God, nymphs. And I, it's, 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 this whole druid thing's kind of dirty. And it, I guess it could get out of control. To, you start killing and sacrificing people to get some of that throat magic, but I don't know if it's, it's that good. Maybe it is. No boy. Is it? Do we have any more show left? I think we have. We have another clip. Let's listen to Marco Lambertini and Kate Rawath. Raworth. I don't know. They might say something interesting. Biodiversity, which in other words is uh, diversity of life on Earth, all the animals and the plants that interact with each other, is actually in deep trouble. Extinction rate through which species disappear from the planet is a thousand times higher than natural rates. The red show decline, the green show stability or increase. All this data adds up to a staggering 58% of declines of wildlife 
in 40 years, in less than a human generation. The ecosystems that today are producing are giving to us every day for free invaluable services. The fresh air that we breathe, the oxygen we breathe, the, uh, the water that we drink, the water we use for our economy, pollination that produces more than half of the food we eat today, all that will actually vanish with the collapse of ecosystems like forests, like wetlands, like the ocean. We have to put the living world and the economy's dependence upon it right at the heart of economics on day one. The economy's goal should not be a proxy default goal of ever-rising GDP growth. It should be meeting the needs of all within the needs of the planet. Here we are in Sumatra, the peat lowland forests. We're starting in 1984, and over time you can see rapid transformation of that forest with its extraordinary biodiversity into palm oil plantation. Now, take a trip to the supermarket, and you will be pushed to come away with a trolley full of goods that doesn't contain palm oil. And it's also used as a biofuel, but look how it's transformed the forest. 40% of land of the planet is already occupied by agriculture. And this is the main driver of habitat and biodiversity loss. The way we produce food today is highly inefficient and is having a massive impact on the natural systems of the planet. If we move to trade in Brazilian soy, in Indonesian palm, the demand is coming from many of the high-income countries and it shows us how deeply interconnected we are in terms of all of our engagement and responsibility for ongoing deforestation in the world. On land, agriculture is a main driver. On the ocean, is actually overfishing. Overfishing has a complex impact on the very complex web of life in the marine environment. But the other big threat to the ocean is climate change. Basically, we're beginning to see something never experienced before. We're beginning to see heat waves, similarly to what we have on land, underwater. And these heat waves are sweeping across the ocean and killing entire habitats. We are seeing already a decrease of 40% of coral reefs in the last 20, 25 years. The by the way, is a nursery for so many fish stocks. So the last picture I want to show you is an extraordinary image of refugees across the world from the year 2000 up to the present day. If we think about many of the conflict areas they're fleeing, often these conflicts, when we go deep down into the politics, they're driven by control over resources, including fossil fuels. In the future, I believe we're going to see even greater flows, people fleeing, living in places that no longer have water, that are no longer temperature habitable. We are waking up to the climate change challenge. We need to consider biodiversity loss, equally important, equally worrying, and equally serious. If we want to talk about the degradation of the living world, climate breakdown, and catastrophic biodiversity loss, it comes into the language of mainstream economics as environmental externalities. Now, if you find yourself talking about the destruction of the living world as an externality, you already know you've got a problem with your theory. The theory is too small. We need to start again with the living world and the economy as a subsystem that's dependent upon it. We need language, pictures, and framing that is fit for our times. <laughs> well, damn. All right, everybody. Uh, I hope you had a great night. I hope you have an amazing weekend. Uh, the weekend is, The week is not over yet. But the strong is coming. Why do they call it the week? What is, it? what is this over here? Banana rat? Yeah, sure. Deep throat banana rat. Banana. Banana rat. Banana. Banana. Oh, wait. oh boy. Uh, we're off topic. We're talking about druids this week. But this week's over. I'm sure next week we'll talk about something that connects to fucking druids, werewolves, or chupacabras. It's all connected. I'm sure there's like a fucking two degrees of chupacabra. 
from Kevin Bacon out there. I I had a lovely time. <clears throat> I, I I always love I always love uh, coming on to do the podcast, promote the website, promote the Dark Sewer Network. Please don't kill my family. Oh God, I did my best. Don't kill them. They're so young and innocent. They don't want to kill them. Just please, just let them go. I'll do it again next week. Um, uh, <clears throat> I'm fine. I'm fine. I am. I'm fine. How are you, Zindu? How'd you? Did you have a good time down in the sewers? Usually, you don't come down. You just go to the studio. What did you? What did you? What did you think about? Uh, what did you think about tonight? Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Yeah, it I was a great show. I had a great time. Did? I didn't have to cool. do much work. I decided yeah, to sit you... around and listen to your fucking. Get stoned. Thanks for passing that weed, though. And, and you just yapped yeah, anytime, away. It was, anytime. you know, maybe I'll get back to doing the news like usual next week. It's, uh, no, it's, yeah, you could, it's a little bit weird. It it's is a little weird. Is, I don't like looking talking. at you. You're kind of ugly. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, scary. you're ugly, too. Okay? Yeah. yeah. You're anyway. really scary looking, though. You're... Yeah, have a good week, everybody. I'll see you next week. It's Sindhu from Oktar, out of the sewer. Where's my... I gotta get a limo. You gonna give me an Uber or a limo this this time? I gotta get home. I'm gonna get you a, a fucking... Yeah, fuck rick, you, too. Rickshaw, you piece of shit. Fuck you. Um... Same time, same place next week, I guess. That's all I could really say. It's it's late. Thanks to every th- thanks you thanks to all the chatters, to the sewer chatters. Thanks to all the, the callers, the sewer callers and thanks to all the druids. Jeez. Send more pics. The Star Killer, uh, Pagan Baby, the Star Killer's Pagan Ritual Rework. Let's go out with a bang. <laughs> Bananas. Bananas. Now I want to dip a banana in mayonnaise. Banana flavored mayonnaise. Spread that down on. Mother Nature. Give her a give her a banana mayo deep throat.
Armand. Oh, jeez. Don't do that. So nasty! Oh really? Oh, oh come on! Oh, I'm gonna f*** you! The big cheese pizza pizzeria. Oh, uh, yeah, I eat uh, cheese uh, pie from the sewer with extra mayo. Extra mayo on your cheese pizza? Do you need a cheese pizza with mayo? I thought it was called Nick the Rat, but yeah, if I, if I can get the pizza, yeah, go ahead and send it down here. Wait, who's Nick the Rat? No, this is the sewer's Big Big Johnny's Big Johnny's Big Sausage Pizza. Big ban- okay. big Big Banana. Big banana. Yeah, who, knew, who knew there were so many banana jokes to be made? <laughs> Imagine having a pizza with mayonnaise and bananas on it. That sounds gross. I know. Actually, <laughs> I'm really high right do, now. I, it sounds not horrible. I don't know. I do like, I do like mayo, though. Like, you, know what I, you know what I do when I go to a place and I get a sandwich? I say, no mayo. Yeah, and then I asked them to bring me mayo on the side. Well, you get the mayo on the yeah, because you know it's it's every it, every bite of whatever sandwich I mean, with just pouring mayo all over it. It comes yeah. down to to mouth feel. It depends on how much mayo you can handle. So it's a little like a little thin little, little fucking sheen of mayo is good for. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Well, it depends on the bread, really. You know, if, if it's a really dry sandwich. Right. You're going to want more mayo. You want to moisten it up a little bit. You want to moisten that bread up. You throw a little bit of mayo on there. You're good to go. Wait a minute. I thought we were talking about druids. Well, how do you think they connected with the earth? A thin, uh, yeah, a thin probably, layer of oil. Probably, either you're right, and they were the original like progenitors of the earth, you know, Adam and Eve or whatever the fuck there that comes from. Maybe they were druids, you know. Or... There, there were aliens that, you know, arrived here. Kind of like those uh, party grades, those water bears. Hmm. Imagine, imagine those things kept evolving, you know? They could survive the, the vacuum of space. Well, if they survived, we might have been able to use them for power or electricity. We could, like, hook up, uh, instead, of, mm-hmm. instead of burning coal, we could, have, we could have put those guys on treadmills. No. What they do is they go into like some super hibernation mode. So the best we could hope for is we could uh, figure out what does that for them, and then use that for space travel. You know, to like just kind of put everybody in like a like a coma, like a time freeze, while you travel thousands of light years. That's what the tardigrade has. But if you're sleeping, your body still you still generate degenerates, doesn't? Well, actually, it doesn't for them. It kind of just sleeps. Not for them. Yeah. yeah, not for them. Yeah, they're weird. Yeah, they survived thousands of years. And Holy shit! Traveling. Yeah, they're the original aliens on this planet Earth. Can can we milk them? You I don't think so. They're really tiny. They're well, silly. You can milk them. You can milk anything. They have almond milk. There's no tits on almonds. 
I'm You're sure we wrong. could milk a couple of water bears. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the let's uh, you know make a business proposal to I don't know Elon Musk or maybe Bill Gates. The one of them fuckers are going to want to get on board. Instead of the boring company, you could have the milking company. Yeah, <laughs> milking those party grades, the okay. water bears. You know, nan- <laughs> what, what, remember, like nanotubes were supposed to be so big in the year two thousand. It's like twenty twenty now, and nanotubes are still. Now it's just it just gets yeah. like ketchup yeah. off your pants. It's like, oh, geez, really? Yeah, just... I did just read an article. There's some Japanese engineer who's super serious about building a, a space elevator. Yeah, I think they just Not, launched a test one you know, or something somewhere. There was yeah. a uh, test. I don't know. Yeah, what would they? Would they test? There was. Yeah, let's see, Japanese space uh, elevator. Space I'm elevator. talking about the elevator that yeah. they, they. Yeah, Vader there's test. some dude. He, he's got it all figured out, and he's like got funding, like you know, fifty three billion dollars or some shit. We're gonna we're gonna tether it out in the ocean, right? So that way, it's gonna wobble and move around, like. Eventually, it'll get big enough to where it escapes our our gravitational pull, and that's what's going to center it. Is what he said. You know, I mean, that's what's going to make it so that it just goes around the planet like we do, like everybody the skyscraper does. Like it's not going to be a wobbly fucking big ass thing in space. It's going to be just, you know, like a big giant space elevator. You know what I'm really excited about the space elevator is just imagine how many strippers you could get on that pole. Be a lot. Uh, A Japanese team working to develop a space elevator will conduct the first trial this month, blasting off a miniature version of the satellite to test the technology. The test equipment produced by Shizuko University will hitch a ride on a HB2 rocket. Blah 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 blah. That was about right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but I, when you type in space, yeah, it looks like 2050 is the... Oh, yeah. No, we're not going to see that anytime soon. Rats only live a couple but, years. But we're figuring it out, yeah. You know, it's happening. Do you think there'll be druids oh. in space? Of course, man. There's druids everywhere. So Your druids, caller told you that. Druids are just like fucking perverts, aren't they? Just have, they like to have sex. That's that's the whole thing. It doesn't matter about the earth. It matters about sex. It's, it's fucking Yeah. It's the motivator. Uh, uh well, caller, would you like to say goodnight to the sewer? Yeah. Uh yes, uh from uh, east of the Rockies. Uh good night and uh I forgot the rest. But yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, he forgot the... Well, you forget the rest you get hung up on. Good night from the sewers, everybody.
You are now entering the Dark Sewer Network. <coughs> with Nick the Rat. Don't kill animals! Rats have rights! Fight on veggies! Rats have rights! Get the fuck out of here! I'll see you tomorrow.